Hi there. Welcome to Play of the Game, the podcast where we talk about completely unrelated topics that could be classified as interesting. I'm Fabanon, some of you may know me from Twitch and some of you may know me from YouTube. Some of you may not even know me at all. But I do hope wherever you come from, you enjoy this podcast coming up. disclaimer before we start. This podcast was not scripted at all and so everything I'm about to discuss with you guys in the next hour is all taken from a couple of notes I've got down on a bit of paper 10 minutes before I started recording. I started creating content November 2020 But my want to become a content creator started a long time before that. I remember when I was younger, I used to be able to uh, play one hour roughly every other day on my Xbox 360. And I used to play the old Minecraft and um, Lego Marvels, I remember. And I used to just create my own YouTube videos, that's in brackets, um, where I would just speak to myself for the duration of the hour and make like a pretend YouTube video. I wouldn't actually record anything or anything, it would just be in my head, I would just imagine there was an audience and I was just making a YouTube video. And now that I think think back on that, it's much different than I imagined it to be back then. Either that or the industry of creating content has changed drastically. When I was little, I thought, you just press record and for 20 minutes or so, you can just play the game, talk to your audience and then you just press submit video and I thought it would be that easy um, back then. It's not that easy. And I'm not, I'm not trying to scare anyone away from doing it. And later on uh, in this podcast, I'm going to be uh, giving some tips for those who may want to consider starting out um, Twitch streaming or any other content creating thing. Now, like I said, I started November 2020 and six months is half a year which is quite quite a while um and i still love it i i love every aspect of content creating that being the twitch streaming and the youtube uh and everything else that i do including this podcast this podcast i guess is also creating content um so i'm gonna just talk a bit more about this sort of stuff and my experiences with uh, creating content. There are so many um, different platforms to create content on out there. Uh, I'm mostly familiar with the ones that I use and I don't know many others but there's YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, Vimeo, um, I don't know, there are probably loads others. But I'm mostly familiar 
with uh, Twitch and YouTube. So I'm going to stay in my territory and um, give you guys the best advice and experiences I have with Twitch and YouTube. Um, yeah. When I started uh, streaming November 2020, third time, getting that um, data in your head, um, I streamed, I began to stream on Twitch with my Xbox One. And if you don't know, on Xbox One you can get the Twitch app and you just press broadcast, you come up with a title for your stream and you just stream. And I don't... Now, now that I stream off PC and Streamlabs using all these fancy stuff, like streaming microphone, I think, man, it was so much easier back then. I would just, I would just open the Xbox, plug my um, microphone into my controller, and I would press broadcast and play my game for two hours or however long I was streaming for. And it was so easy. There was literally three buttons and I could just go on with my game. And about a month ago, a month, two months ago, I decided, mm, why don't I try streaming on Streamlabs on PC? Because I knew I had some issues with internet connection and frame rates and bit rates and all that fancy stuff, which I might go over later on and tell you guys what they mean. But yeah, I, I had some issues with that before and I decided oh, I'll give it one more go and it worked perfectly and so now I stream off PC and it's so much more difficult you have to make sure you have a great internet connection which you also have to do for Xbox but the internet connection on Xbox is you know only limited to the game that you're playing on the Xbox not onto everything like hard drives and computer stuff and you have to make sure that all of your presets and overlays are ready and that you've pressed record because um actually this is something that happened to me once i was recording a minecraft death swap this was really recently actually last week i think with um another streamer uh, one of my friends and um we decided to record Minecraft Deathsop and um, we did a full, like I don't know, hour of playing Minecraft Deathsop and I realised at the end of it, after capturing the perfect footage I would need to put into Premiere Pro and turn into a great video, I forgot to press record and I'm still very annoyed about that. I. I was pretty sure I pressed it, but apparently I didn't, and, um, yeah, one hour of footage just never happened. So, yeah, those sort of problems, they come up all the time when you're streaming, and they, they can either be good or bad, and when I say good, you may be thinking, wait, how is losing one hour of footage good? Well, there's two reasons. One, that hour of footage could have been absolutely terrible and I would have regretted editing and looking through it, which it wasn't because I, I knew it was good. Um, bit of a flex there, but yeah. And the second good thing is, what was the second good thing? Just sort of slipped my mind. 
Um, I'll get back to that. Yeah, the second good thing is, um, yeah, it's slipped out of my mind. Anyway, moving on quickly, trying to, um, get past this embarrassing moment. Um, one of the other issues that you come across while tr uh, streaming and Twitch streaming is the community. And the community can either be good, and most of the time you have a, you can get a great community, where either that's live streaming or YouTube uh, communities, but they can either be good or bad and really toxic community. I am very fortunate, and I have a very, I have a great community, both in my Twitch and Discord, uh, my Discord and uh, YouTube. And it depends what sort of community you have, and I, I haven't had that much of an experience with bad communities, so I'm not going to give false information about them or um, tell you how to deal with it, because I have never experienced a bad um, community member, or in general, I've, I'm very fortunate uh, in the sense that I have not had anyone um, trash-talking my Twitch or my YouTube and I have not received anything except positive comments, um, which is which is great. Uh, honestly, it's one of the great things about um, streaming and creating content: the feedback that you receive from it, especially when it's positive. I, and I, I don't mind saying this, but I am not a big fan of. Um, I'm not a big fan. I just, I'm not really keen on. Um, taking advice that much and what I mean by that is not I'm gonna shut everyone who gives me advice off uh, shut them down but I if anyone were to give me advice I would think about it and see how would that change what I do and would that make everything better or worse and I have I've received feedback for my Twitch and my YouTube, and the both the uh, cases where I received feedback were things that I actually do now. Um, one of them being stream with other people because uh, streaming by yourself it just gets repetitive and a bit boring. Which the person who phrased that phrased that extremely wrong. Um, repetitive and boring. Take a, uh, I'm gonna take a second and think about what that is. If if you stream by yourself, or if you create any content by yourself, in this case we are we're talking about streaming. Um, if you stream with others, that's that's great. It means you have friends. I uh, I, I don't. Very sad moment right now. Um, but yeah. Um, if you if you stream with others. That's, that's great, and that gives your community someone else to, I don't know, I guess, relate to, and if they like that person, they'll be more likely to um, follow or like or keep on watching and become part of the community. But if you do it with other people, then your community might just like the other people, and they might not like you or your way of playing the game or talking to the audience and when there comes a time when 
you begin streaming by yourself because of time difficulties or whatever other things difficulties that you might have to overcome you will probably lose quite a bit of community quite a bit of that community because the other people you stream with aren't there and i hope this is making sense it's making perfect sense to me but basically what i'm trying to get at is by streaming with others you bring your audience in and they like they might like the other people you're streaming with but as soon as those other people go the chances are your community is going to thin because uh, the other people aren't there who you stream with and that's one of the reasons why I prefer streaming solo and if I do stream with others I make sure you know not the spotlight is on me or anything but I make sure everything is um okay I guess I'll, I'll, I wanted to say something, but I, I'm talking about this further in on the podcast, so, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, advice. I branched off a little there, but advice. Advice is good, feedback is great. And, you know, if you are a content creator, or if you're planning on being one, feedback is extremely valuable because it tells you what the audience and what the community like to see and one thing I've done for my Twitch is I've put up a little feedback poll thing where people can tell me oh would you like to uh, I'd like you to play this game I have a list of games and I say you know if you want me to if you want to see me play something then you know write it down and send it to me like a sort of poll and feedback center so yeah that's one of the things I do and it's great because it tells you what the audience wants what the community wants and overall it just brings you closer to the uh, viewers which is something that I will talk about further on like most of the things I'm talking about them further on in the podcast but they are valuable things and I'll I'll get on to why soon the next thing I want to mention uh, really briefly are goals I remember when I started I I got influenced to start streaming and um, creating content and YouTube and streaming by uh, the Minecraft YouTube community and that's people like Tommy in it and uh, Technoblade Dream you know the the new Minecraft YouTube community and I got influenced to begin uh, streaming by them and you look at someone like let's say Technoblade he started streaming uh, he started creating YouTube videos when he was 13 I think he's now 21, so it's been, what, eight years, and he's on seven million uh, subscribers. And you look at this, when you look at that number of subscribers, you think, wow, he, he's really good. And it's true, he's really good. But back then, when he started YouTube at 13, he got, like, I don't know, in a year he got 50 uh, subscribers, which, come to think of it, isn't that much of isn't that big of a number and you look at I look at myself uh, now and let's see on on twitch I have 
45 followers, I think, at the moment, currently. And I think, oh, but look at Tommy, he has, what, 20 million, or, I don't know, not 20 million, he has, like, 5 million followers on Twitch. Oh, and it's all downgrading, in a way. Because you look at them, and you think, oh, they're, they're so good, though, and I have, like, they have, what, 100k viewers per stream, and I have two maximum, or something like that. Uh, those numbers aren't 100% accurate, it varies, and I will go onto analytics uh, later on. But that, that's the sort of uh, point that I'm trying to get at, is to get where the more popular streamers are now, it took them a long time. Um, Technoblade, it took him 8 years to reach 7 million. And most of his growth was done during the last year, 2019, 2020, 2020, But before then, he would probably have been going through the same mindset that new content creators are going through. The fact that, oh, th- these people, they're so good and they've got so many subscribers. And look at me, I've got hardly any views per video. Um, and... I was, I was talking about goals, um, I sidetracked just a tiny bit, uh, I tend to keep on talking, uh, a lot, which is good for the podcast, I, I think, um, but yeah, goals, when you set yourself a goal, and this is something, one of the traps that I've fallen into, don't, uh, this is a tip for those who are trying to start up, don't make it extremely, like, something that you know you won't achieve like oh i want 100 followers in the first month or i want uh 100 subscribers in the first month because the chances of that happening are and not to try to put anyone off doing it but the chances of that happening are extremely low um when when you set a goal you need to make it achievable Something like, and and don't put it over a specific time limit. And I'm not, um, by no means am I someone to be able to give you advice that you should 100% take. There are probably other people who specify in giving you advice for starting YouTube. But um, these are stuff that I, I would tell people who are starting out. If someone were to ask me, this is what I would tell them. And by no means is this 100% right. Everyone else could have any other views. Just a quick disclaimer there. But yeah, make it achievable and don't put it on a time limit. I have, uh, for my Twitch, a follow goal. And that is to reach, well currently the one that it is, is to reach 50 followers in, um, well by the end of the year. And look, oh look at that, it's already May and you're five followers away. Yes, because I don't have a specific time limit. If, well, you might think, but you just said you have a time limit of uh, the end of the year. But if I if I reach it before the end of the year, that's great. I'm just set a different time goal, like 60 followers, a uh, different follow goal, like 60 followers for the end of the year. The end of the year is just, like, it's just there. Just to make sure I keep on going at the goal that I'm setting. And I'm not just going to be like, oh, I don't have a time goal, I can do this whenever I want. I can take a break for a year and then start again. Uh, the, the time aspect of any goal that you're setting 
uh, and this is opinion, like I said again, I'm not a psychologist or a uh, advice person, but the, the aspect of the time goal is to keep your mind at doing something. Because like I just said, if your time goal was, if, you, if your goal was to get 100 followers, uh, full stop, and you didn't set yourself a vague time goal like by 2022 or by the end of the month, by my birthday, whatever, then you're much more likely, unless you have the willpower of um, and the determination of, well, I can't find anyone, of someone with a lot of willpower and determination, the chances of you actually completing that goal are very low. So. Yeah, a time goal, but not like well, by the end of the week or by the uh, by a specific date, by a specific time. If you give yourself a vague time goal, you're more likely to actually do the goal, but not to pressure yourself. Um, I was talking about uh, goals, I sidetracked yet again. Uh, apologies. But uh, yeah, I have a goal of 50 followers by the end of the year. And if I get to those 50 followers by the end of the year, that's great. If I don't, that's also fine. I'll just set it for the next year. But as long as I keep trying and I set myself an achievable target, which I know it is 100% possible for me to get, then I am very likely to achieve that goal. And I'm pretty sure the same will go for most of our listeners. Another thing about goals, as well as them being achievable, you need to get a reward out of it. And this is something I uh, heard on an audiobook I was listening to. Uh, if you want to get a goal and create like a sort of habit of doing things, of creating goals and stuff, you need to have a reward in it. You might as well have a follow goal of 100 by 2022. But if you, if you don't have a reward, then the chances of you actually sticking to that goal are shortened yet again, just as they are by not having a time goal at all. Um, so a typical reward would be like, I don't know, if I do get this goal, I can treat myself to some McDonald's or something. That's probably not the best um, goal to go for, but that is, that is something that's that could be one of your rewards um, for completing a goal. Maybe something like, if I get, uh, if I complete my goal, I'll be rewarded by, I don't know, a new game for my computer, or a new game for my Xbox, or a new pair of shoes, uh, or a break, a week off work, I don't know, whatever it is. That's just an idea of the sort of rewards that you can get yourself um but a reward it's very very useful and it sort of brings your level of positivity up because one thing i've noticed especially with uh streaming in general and this this applies more to the editing part of youtube than to the actual recording but if you don't feel like doing it and if you're not hyped up and ready and excited about streaming or editing then the chance is either one you're gonna be really trash and terrible or 
uh, the game and you're not gonna have as much fun playing it and two your audience will sense that and you will get less of an audience if you're editing you'll probably won't do as well as you would do if you were hyped up and excited about editing and streaming uh, so yeah you have to be ready and in the mindset for what you're about to do if you've just had a terrible day uh, at school work wherever uh, I don't know if you've had a terrible day I would I would give you the advice unless unless you know streaming is gonna make you happier and connecting with people is gonna make you happier I'd give you the advice take the day off it's it's insane this has happened to me um let's say I just haven't felt like streaming that one day but I, I pushed myself to do it and the stream ended up being 20 minutes long and me not being that interested uh, in the actual games the audience and that sort of stuff and it really downgrades your twitch channel especially if you get new viewers who just tune in because I know people do this a lot and they that's how you get a community people just pop in for like five five ten minutes and if if they see oh look he's not very good he's not very active and very hyped about uh, streaming then the chances they're not gonna stick around because that's the impression they're gonna get from you so if you're not feeling great just take the day off if you need a week off take the week off as long as you just don't stop doing it completely and you do get back to it at some point then it's good to have breaks especially if you're working uh, very hard uh, if you're editing and I'll probably get on to editing and uh, YouTube soon but if you're if you're doing stuff like streaming two hours every day and you have a fixed schedule and during your free time you're working on Streamlabs and trying to get overlays and uh, advertising your Twitch and uh, going on other social media platforms advertising and creating a community and you're spending all of your free time and all of your energy into this one thing one the chances are you're gonna have a terrible personal life um, if you're if you're like obsessed with uh, obsessed over your platform that you're creating content on um but two as well as probably having no personal life you're gonna get a massive mood drop from this you're spending all of your time either on behind your computer screen or recording and playing games and doing that sort of stuff and your free time stressing about new content ideas and new um new series and whatever else you could be uh, thinking about new uh, new jokes to tell your audience and this is this is a thing I um, uh, my father told me and he said uh, one thing that he thought would be a good idea which I don't do uh, this was one of the times I totally did not listen to the advice uh, he gave me but um, he told me one thing that he thought would be useful was if I had a sheet of paper with a bunch of jokes and retorts to if something were to happen in a game. So
So he, he gave me the uh, example of Fortnite. Uh, because my, my father plays Fortnite with uh, my brother and he gave me the advice that if he were streaming Fortnite, he would ha- have a little booklet next to him. And if he were to kill someone, he'd look under the uh, uh, highlighted uh, thing, like kill phrases, and he'll tell a joke or like, I don't know, like, uh, you suck or I don't know, whatever, whatever it may be. Uh, whatever, whatever it could be. But, or if he died, he'd be like, oh, damn, he'd look under that, uh, I died section of the thing. That's something he would do. And I was like, no, that's not going to happen. I'm going to have to spend too much of my free time thinking of that. And I thought, that takes away the joy of streaming. Because for me, personally, I I stream because I play on my computer and on my Xbox anyway. And I think, as well as just playing on the computer and on the Xbox, why don't I do it while entertaining other people? This could benefit me uh, if I get good one day. And it could benefit others if they want to see good content or good gameplay and that sort of stuff. Um, we're practically reaching the halfway point of the uh, podcast. And uh, I didn't do this last time. Uh, I just totally forgot. But about now, I'd be... Um, I'm going to give you guys some advice. Well, some advice. If you can... Pause the podcast, take a sip of water, take a drink of water. Uh, take take a bit of a break. That's what I'm going to do now. Uh, and I'll be back in like literally 20 seconds. We are back. Um... I really needed that water. My throat was getting uh, sort of dry uh, then. But anyway, moving on to the next uh, topic I want to talk about. And I don't know if I'm talking too quick or too slow for viewers. Uh, I'm excited about this topic, so I have a feeling I'm talking quicker than I usually would. Uh, So I'm going to try and slow down just a little bit, but not enough to make you guys fall asleep wherever you are listening to this. Um... (coughs) I want to talk about, real quick for a second, about friends, family, and other creators. Um, I play, on some of my streams, I've played Minecraft with my friends, and I've played Minecraft with other content creators, other streamers, typically, um, and that's great. It's, this sort of ties back to the other points I made about playing with other people. Uh, And I don't know if it's hypocritical of me to say this. Um, Because I said, you know, you shouldn't really play with other people. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, if if you got the wrong message from that. Uh, I just think that playing with other people, making other people the spotlight, will uh, sort of downgrade your channel when they go and the spotlight of your channel is gone. Um, But I play with other content creators and I play with my friends and I've actually got some uh, plans for streams to do with uh, friends and content creators Uh, but I'm not going to go too into depth with that. 
Yeah, I just want to talk about that demo quick, uh, just a little bit. Following uh, the, the analytics of your channel. You, oh, this goes for me. When I started out, I had a bunch of my friends. I told a bunch of my friends, hey, I'm starting YouTube. That's pretty cool, right? Um, and I told my family and instantly I got like, I don't know, 10 followers off the bat from that, uh, <laughs> which was pretty cool. But once you take that number away from the amount of, let's say, followers I have now, uh, that's, in reality, technically I only have 35 genuine followers. Uh, and by genuine I mean people who I have no idea who they are. Um, you might think, oh, that's fraud! Um, because they're not, you're advertising your channel with 45 followers when in reality you only have, uh, 35. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys this. I think it's great if you have friends and family who follow you. Um, because, one, it's a great ego boost. Uh, <laughs> and I'm speaking from experience here. Uh, starting out at zero followers, as terrible as that that is, I guess. Um, the only way you're going to grow is if you get people to follow you, obviously. And I'm not saying, oh, do follow for follows all the time. And actually, I'm, I'm quite, quite against uh, follow for follows. Uh, but I won't, I won't get into that because that, that's personal personal preference. Um, but yeah, families, family and friend, uh, family members and friends. If if they were to follow, that would one give you a ego boost. Uh, hey, look, I, I'm not on zero. That big number zero is not staring me down and making me feel bad about everything I do. And big number zero, I will get on to talk about that. And I have quite a few things to say about that number uh, soon. But as well as giving you an ego boost, if your friends actually, like, I'm pretty sure if you start streaming, your friends probably would have never seen you stream before, or your family. And if you're really good at what you do, your friends could end up enjoying this and they could become genuine followers. Uh, obviously, as well as being your friend, you know, they're not just going to become an epic fan, boy, girl, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my opinion. And about content creators, others, as um, part of one of the things that I do on my Twitch, I have an SMP, uh, Survival Multiplayer, Minecraft Survival Multiplayer. And I invited a bunch of other streamers, uh, small streamers, to join this sort of streamer community where everyone could be a part of the um, program, I guess. Part of the SMP and grow as a community of streamers. Sort of like the whole Dream SMP thing. Uh, where there's a bunch of other streamers who join together and content creators, I guess, who join together and they create a bigger community and there's followers all around for everyone and that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm talking about a lot about followers, but one thing I want to tell you guys, uh, and I want to say this now and not later, uh, just in case you, you get the wrong message, it's not all about followers, it's not all about views. As long as you're enjoying yourself, nothing else matters at all. Um, but yeah, the content creators, they can 
do wonders for your channel. You might meet someone you actually end up uh, becoming friends with or creating more content with. Uh, but yeah, good, good stuff. Other content creators and family and friends. And like I said, we're, we're probably just over halfway. We're, we're a bit over halfway through the podcast. And I haven't got to the main part, which is tips for people who may want to start. And even if you've started, these tips are probably still good for you. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, just go ahead and say them. The first tip I have is be yourself. And you, if you've watched others' uh, tips for... Uh, if you've watched other videos for, with tips for new streamers, new YouTubers, then you will know that practically everyone says be yourself. Um, and the reason for this is, unless unless you have a proper complex personality developed for your streaming, uh, and whatever, to protect privacy or whatever, for whatever other reasons you may have, if you're yourself, you'll get the most out of anything that you do. Um, You'll enjoy yourself more for once. You won't have to pretend or hide anything. Um, and just overall, it's great. Uh, if you're yourself, you're more likely to... Well, more likely, I guess. Unless you're a terrible person. Uh, you're more likely to get people to like you, I guess. The second bit of advice I have, and I've already said this. But don't fuss over views or subs. For me, and this still happens, it's it's just such an ego destroyer when you're streaming or you just posted a new video and after an hour of streaming or a couple of days of that video being posted, you look at the analytics and you see big number zero there. It's such an ego breaker. Um, and I did say I'm going to talk about more about zero and I will. Um, I found out really recently, actually, about a month ago. While I'm streaming, I can hide my view count. So unless someone speaks in the chat, I won't know if I have zero people watching or ten. And that is great. That is something I really recommend you doing. Um, you could probably search that up on whatever platform. Uh, but genuinely, it's so helpful. Uh, and it keeps you motivated as well, I guess. Not knowing if you have one person watching or ten. And most of the time, if there's one person in your community who's active and keeps talking in the chat and that sort of stuff, then that will also make you feel better. And it will make you feel like there's more people there than just one. Um, subscribers goes the same for subscribers, followers. If you have zero, it doesn't matter. If you have zero views, it does not matter. If you enjoy what you do, if you have fun playing games, editing, creating videos, uh, sharing your point of view with others, then do it. There is nothing wrong with, even if you have no people watching, things may change. Like over 10 years, your video might get on recommended and that's happened so many times before. Not to me, I have not started uh, creating videos 10 years ago. Uh, or one year ago to be uh, honest but that has happened and I've seen it happen so many times videos that are four or five years ago, uh, that were created four or five years ago are suddenly popping up in my recommended videos on YouTube and it's 
it doesn't matter if you have no views or no followers or no subscribers for the first year because that happens but if you keep going at it you enjoy what you do and other people you know other people will most likely like what you do then you are eventually gonna grow a community and that could happen over the time of, of one month or over a year gradually but whatever it is if you're starting out and it's been a month two months half a year and that number zero is still there don't worry about it now the next thing I want to talk about is mostly to do with editing and YouTube I haven't talked a lot about editing in YouTube but I do want to point this out and this is I'm pretty sure I haven't got this from anywhere else this is a genuine um, original idea of mine if it's not good don't post it if you know it's terrible don't post it and this has happened to one of my videos before I created one and then I realized that is terrible uh, and I took it down because I had already posted it then uh, but if it's not perfect so if it's not good don't post it but if it's not perfect post it because it's probably better than you think it is for example if you've done the best you can on a video and you know it's alright but it's not perfect it's not uh, Mr. Beast quality or whatever it's not one million youtuber quality um, still post it if you've worked your hardest and you've tried your best put it up online because people especially those who haven't watched uh, who haven't actually made the videos themselves will will think that you know I guess I don't know how to phrase this what I'm trying to get at is people will probably think it's better than what you think it is so put it up if it's not perfect if you know it's not good don't post it but if it's if it's all right and it's not but it's not perfect post it that was a long one and that was probably the most confusing one um i sort of went over this uh next fact uh tip i guess um have fun just have fun if you're taking a day off if you're not feeling great take a day off uh have fun and breaks you don't have to a schedule is great when you're streaming but as long as you're still posting and you haven't gone totally radio silent uh, breaks are great breaks are really useful you take a break from YouTube I took one I took like about a two-week break where I didn't do any editing I just played Minecraft all by myself because uh, I have no friends <laughs> um, that that's a joke I'm, I'm allowed to do that I'm allowed to say I have no friends um, I do. I, I have friends. I think. Um, <laughs> but anyway, breaks. They're great. It's like sort of sleeping. You restore your energy. When you have a break from streaming, let's say you've been streaming for about a month, every day for two hours or whatever, you can get physically or mentally drained. And this is something that. Uh, I don't, I don't know the exact term for it, it was something like stream burnout, yeah stream burnout or this could be the same for YouTube and I guess that would be like editing burnout or whatever but this is focused on the streaming part of content creating 
Um, stream burnout. Let's say you've streamed for a day or something, or you've streamed for a month and two hours every day, whatever, uh, whatever it is, whatever your schedule is, stream burnout will happen eventually. If you put your all and you do everything you can to make um, your content good, stream burnout will 100% happen and that's okay. And you need to recover from that. Uh, and the best way to do that, obviously, is a break. A week break, a month break, as long as you don't like go radio silent, like I said before, a breaks are great. Um, yeah, so as long as you eventually return to what you're doing and it's not a permanent break, breaks are good. And the final thing, don't obsess. And I did sort of talk about this very uh, briefly, but if you spend an I, I'm a bit uh, guilty of doing this. Don't obsess over YouTube content creating at all. I, I have a schedule. I post uh, the, this podcast on Tuesdays. And if I need a break or I can't come up with anything, I will probably take one. But so far, my mind is filled with ideas of what to do for the next podcast and podcasts after that. Uh, but I'm sure I will run out eventually and I will probably take end up taking breaks. Uh, streaming, I stream on certain days, uh, content creating and YouTube and editing and stuff, that's a bit more, uh, it's a bit more of a loose schedule for that. And the reason for that is, and I, I do want to talk about this, streaming, uh, no, not streaming, editing is extremely hard. You don't know how hard it is unless, until you've tried it. You see those, like, 15 minute videos uh, I'm gonna take, I'm not gonna take my videos for example because uh, probably not a lot of listeners will have seen my videos. But uh, those, let's let's use Tommy in it for example because that's gaming, that's sort of the same expertise area as my YouTube. But those videos, stuff from those videos he takes from streams and his editor does this. But if you edit it yourself, you will really get a feel for how hard it is but it's a great experience I edit all my videos and as hard as it is it's 100% worth it for uh, what you get in the end and the knowledge that you take from that but yeah as I was saying Tommy and it videos they're taken from streams streams that are what two three hours long right two three hours long they cut down into 15 20 minute videos that's a lot. Uh, so th- when you edit, you have to look through that whole footage. You have to cut down the bits that are unnecessary. You have to add transitions. Add. I what I like to do is add subtitles, uh, because it's just visually appealing. And although it takes like two hours to subtitle a 15-minute video, it's 100% worth it at the end. You have to add sound effects and video effects. And that, that's when you get into the most com- more complex editing. Uh, green screens and uh, non-DMCA music and that sort of stuff. But it gets really complicated. If you're just uh, pressing record for 20 minutes and you're posting that to YouTube, that is easy. Uh, 
as long as you have perfect footage and you know exactly what to say, exactly what's gonna happen, then good on you. Uh, please, please tell me how you do it. But if not, and you do want to try and start editing, it can get very difficult. And I was I was talking about the tip, don't, don't obsess. And I am getting off topic a lot. And I do that a lot. Um, I'm not gonna stop because uh, that's the whole point of these uh, podcasts is basically me talking about stuff. And if I go off topic, that's that's all right. Uh, yeah. Don't obsess. Don't spend your whole life, your whole day, focusing on this. Go outside. Go to sleep. Watch a movie. Spend time with family, friends. Uh, I don't know. Take a bath. Take a shower. Whatever. Just don't spend all day doing this. It will mentally exhaust you. It will physically exhaust you in the end. And I'm gonna be honest, just like a normal addiction or obsession, once you start, it's very difficult to stop. And if you if you start like editing one thing, the chances are you're not gonna stop until it's done. And if you're like me, and editing a video takes like a week to do with regular breaks, that's about like what ten hours of. 10 hours, like 4 or 5 hours of proper like editing, no breaks, no cuts for to make a 20 minute video, then uh, either I'm doing something wrong or um, yeah, either I'm doing something wrong, yeah I'm probably doing something wrong, it's, now that I think about it, it's not meant to take 20, like 5 hours to make a 20 minute video. Well, that's something I'm going to need to reflect on after this podcast. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, and this is one of the final few things that I want to talk about. Actually, I've already went through that. Yeah, no, privacy. Uh, I'm taking these from notes. There's a disclaimer at the start of the podcast. Um, privacy. Now, this is something I wasn't extremely aware of when I started Twitch streaming. I... I was doing chess streams when I started streaming uh, on my laptop and I had uh, my face camera on and I only had it on for two streams and those streams have been taken down Um, yeah they've been taken down and I'm really uh, sort of uh, being very private about this sort of stuff that I do Um, I sound like some sort of uh, MI6 spy, FBI agent, uh, but no, privacy, privacy should be respected, yours and other people's, uh, the reason I say other people's is because I've seen uh, small streamers who obsess over their community and they are always asking, like, oh, where are you from, and there's nothing wrong with that, of course, but the chances are that community of yours, the other people, aren't there to answer your questions, they're there to play, they're there to watch you and stuff, watch you play games. Uh, we're sort of, yeah, your privacy though. Uh, moving on, I, I got a thought there and that is something I, no, that, no, I'm not gonna say that. Um, your privacy though. One thing I really wanna point out, and I may sound hypocritical after I say this, but your privacy should not be sold or bought. Either that being with follows, 
or with cash and donations or with whatever it is if if you start streaming and you don't want your face uh, on camera on on the internet this is something I uh, I sort of thought about when I was streaming my chess on PC and that's the only reason I had my face cam on twice and no no more was because I realized it's such a hassle you need to like look good when you're streaming that is something I was brought up with uh, I'm not gonna go on their stream and turn my face cam on with, uh, I don't know, a shirt which has chocolate ice cream on it or whatever. And my hair all over the place and messy. No, I need to look good. And that is something I didn't want to uh, really spend too much time on. Especially, and I realised this after I did my uh, chest streams, I spent a lot of time focusing on how I looked before the stream and how I looked after the stream. That is something I didn't want to do anymore, so I just chopped the face cam off. I karate kicked it out the window uh, of my room. <laughs> but yeah, your privacy should be respected, not bought. Um, and I said I probably will sound hypocritical after I say this, but I plan on for my Twitch affiliate, which is uh, like once you get monetized and get more well known, to do a challenge like. A special uh, 24-hour stream challenge thing and part of that will be a reveal of me and luckily the chess streams had hardly any views because I was just starting out there and the only people who actually watched them were my friends so my privacy was very much protected and like I said I'll probably sound like a hypocrite uh, I say, I say protect your privacy and don't let it be bought but as soon as I reach 75 followers I'm doing a full face reveal and I'm a 24 hour stream but no um, this is something that no one else gave me the idea for I decided I want to do this myself it's not getting bought my, my privacy is not getting bought it's not someone saying oh 75 followers for 75 followers will you do a face reveal or whatever it's, it's, not, it's got nothing to do with that this is one of the decisions I made. Uh, but yeah, privacy should be respected. If you don't want to show off your face, don't show your face. If you do, be my guest. Go ahead. Um, but yeah. Now, there's not much left of the podcast. Uh, but I want to quickly talk about one last, two last things actually. One of them being the equipment you use. A lot of people don't start streaming or creating content because of the equipment that they have or don't have. Um, I just want to say this, I started streaming on two things, uh, back in 2020, uh, an Xbox, internet, and a headset. And by a headset, do you know what I used? I used my wired earphones, which had a tiny microphone on there. And the quality wasn't the best. But it wasn't exactly, I will destroy your ears and you will never hear anything again, quality. It was minimum, it was the bare minimum. And when I streamed on a laptop, I used the face cam that was on the laptop and internet and the same earphones, wired earphones. All in all, if you exclude the prices from the Xbox and the laptop, the setup cost £5. For the wired earphones that's it that's all i needed to start streaming and i did look into this before 
a face cam if you do want to show your face. It's like five quid on eBay, Amazon. It's nothing. Uh, but you don't need it. That's, that's my point. I started off with earphones. I didn't start off with the sort of stuff that I have now. And the sort of stuff that I have now I only have because uh, my growth on the platforms showed promise. I have a proper gaming headset now. I say proper gaming headset, just a big flex on you guys. I have a streaming microphone, and the only reason I have these is because I started I started out with nothing, okay? I started out with a bare minimum for streaming. And people enjoyed what I did, and I thought, people already enjoy what I do. The only thing now is to make it bearable for them to listen to my voice without having the static of my mic in the background. And so that's why I bought the headset and the microphone. But my point, uh, my point being, is you don't need the best stuff. Do you can make do? Ninety-nine percent of the time, you can make do with what you have. And yeah, that's you. You just go ahead and do it. Don't listen to other people saying, "Oh, you're bad." Take take feedback. Um. Be yourself, have fun, and just a final, final uh, thing to think about is other forms of content. Like I said at the start, there's content creating on YouTube, which is probably the most well-known. Then there's Twitch, which is probably the second most well-known. Podcasts, they are a form of creating content. Art and um, this, the sort of physical uh, content creating like not techno not technology based it's stuff like art and stories and uh, books and video games that you can make that I guess are technology based but you get my point there are so many things out there and I'm, I guarantee you there is something something for everyone you may think oh I don't like streaming because uh, I don't know I'm very shy and I don't know what to say if I encounter people uh, I don't want to do YouTube because of the editing and all the effort that I need to put in. And I don't think I have the commitment to that. Uh, there will be something for you. I guarantee you that. And we are practically nearing the end of the podcast. Um, and I can't believe I went a whole podcast without uh, about Twitch and YouTube without uh, really selling out. So I'm gonna do that at the end. Uh, I stream on Twitch at Fabinon, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Fabinon. You should definitely go check me out. Uh, give me that confidence boost, ego boost. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you are most likely gonna enjoy the Twitch streams and the YouTube. I edit to my own things. It takes a long time. I don't post that regularly, but I do try. I will try to, now that I thought about this, I will probably try to, uh, come up with a regular schedule, also taking breaks. See, I'm sort of putting everything I uh, talked about this podcast in a final message. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast wherever you are. Uh, Whether it be morning, afternoon, evening or night, I hope you have a good rest of your day. And I will catch you next week where we will talk about something else. Have a good day. Goodbye.